0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network.
1: Welcome into the VGK post-game show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers five to one. Back-to-back wins for the Vegas Golden Knights for the first time in a little over a month. Just a big win all the way around for the Golden Knights. A really complete performance, connected performance from Vegas uh, on the heels of what they were able to do on Monday afternoon against the Nashville Predators. And to help us break this one down, we go back up to the radio booth, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And you know what, Dan? Uh, we'll get to the offense here in just a minute, but it's the defense that I want to talk about the most because what the Golden Knights have been able to do really since the beginning of the, the new year has been to cut down on the goals against what's led to kind of the re-emergence of their defensive zone play. Well, Logan Thompson's
2: play has been vastly improved, mm-hmm. and you can look at you game-to-game, know, game, Logan's strains some of the big saves. I think that the, the Boston game was the standout performance of them all. It was before then that he was playing well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there was a stretch there, you know, around Christmas before and after where it seemed like the Knights were not going to win unless they scored four or five goals. Yeah. Because they were giving up three, four, or five goals. And that's not been the case. You now, they gave up just one to Boston in that overtime game, gave up three to Calgary on Saturday, but one against Nashville, one against the Rangers. And it doesn't happen without really good play. Bruce Cassidy has said it. uh, Logan has been real good lately and real consistent. You know, in what aspect has he been improved? It seems that he's less busy. We remember this so often talking about goaltender types. And Marc-Andre Fleury was one who would be very athletic and sometimes scrambly and frenetic. So that can lead to a highlight type of save. But, you know, sometimes you think about the guy who stays more compact in his net. It has seemed to me that. You know, while Logan does occasionally make some of those spectacular athletic saves, that he has been more uh, content to stay in his crease, Was uh, at certain times play deeper in his crease. And there are times where the puck comes near his net. I can think of a couple of plays today where the puck came near the crease, and he presumably fought the instinct to go out and make a play on the puck. He just stayed in his net, didn't do anything more than he had to, and uh, didn't get himself into trouble and that quieter game seems to me better suited for not only for Logan but the team because the team around Logan the defensive structure of the Knights they will give up perimeter shots but they block so many and they're very good and how often do we see it today where there was a loose puck after a Thompson save or a shot attempt that got blocked where Vegas just had numbers in front of the Vegas net that's the way that the Knights play so if Logan stays in his net the group in front of him led by Martinez and Petrangelo recently as Bruce Cassidy has said so impressive so it, it's of course a combination of things but uh, Logan Thompson is at the top of that list it seems to me but a connected game is uh, you said earlier Gary said it, it's been a, a, a five person performance you know, on the list of how do you cut down on opposing teams scoring? Well, number one, it's going to be the goalie. Number two, it's the defenseman supporting the goalie. But number three, it's really that whole five man effort throw the goalie in and make it six. It's been a combination of, of those things. And I, I think that it's it's not a coincidence that as the Knights play around Thompson has improved, his play has uh, likewise improved.
1: You know, it's funny, though, because as we've talked about over really the last four or five games, four or five outings. It's been a rotating cast of characters, at least up front for the Golden Knights. Different line combinations, players coming in and out of the lineup, uh, seemingly on a game-to-game basis. Is that maybe the most surprising aspect of the fact that the Golden Knights are gaining traction in that connected game, closer-to-60-minute effort in in, in all three zones, despite the fact that they're kind of juggling things around up front? Yeah, it
2: seems to me, Ryan, that there's been you know focus on the little things and what's right in front of you as much as you talk about you know, the five game homestead or trying to win two in a row. It seems to me that the coaching staff has put focus on specific things in practices in the last uh, say week or so as the Knights have had a lot of home games. There have been practices with drills that we had not seen before to focus you know small areas stuff, you know slot battles you know, yesterday you know they uh, they had a drill where you know they basically put two goals on the same goal line mm-hmm. split the ice in half and you had one defenseman out at the blue and a few guys battling in front of the net in other words that you know the, the, you could only go so far you can't go from point to point you just kind of focus in that narrow straight on position the battles in front and the defenseman up top so like just little things uh, you know, focusing on certain areas of the game, it seems to me, uh, you, when you fo- it's not only those things themselves, but when you're um, a hockey player focused on a specific aspect of the game, you have to think about it, and therefore you're not thinking about all that other stuff, mm-hmm. distracted by other aspects of the game that maybe aren't going well. Or, oh, we're without this guy, without that guy. And, you know, Bruce Cassidy has talked about the players who are here. And, uh, sure, it's Mark Stone who stepped up with a hat trick last game. Barbashev mm-hmm. with a couple of goals today. But you, you throw in, you know, Colasar with the goal. How did with a goal and an assist? So it seems to me that when you uh, get back to that identity, which is everyone feels important, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a wave. It's contagious. And it seems to me that that's part of how the Knights have done this year. They've gotten to um, some of those fundamental things that the coaching staff is focused on.
1: You know, and you kind of touched on it. Obviously, it was Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson and Pavel Dorofiev on Monday afternoon. Tonight, it was Nick Waugh and and Ivan Barbashev and Jonathan Marsh. So kind of getting things going. But then, you know, really, I thought Brett Howden was a standout tonight. I I thought it was probably one of his better games, if not his best game of the year.
2: It's funny how that works, as Caden Korzak said. And, (laughs) you know, is it a coincidence? Or is there that little extra something because you know it's your old club Sometimes it's combination of players. You know, where are you in the lineup? You know, Brett has played, you know, fourth line center, fourth line left wing, third line left wing, third line center, second line left wing. You know, like he has been all over the lineup, which is a virtue that he is versatile, but can you get in a groove? Well, you get back to some of the fundamental things I was talking about, and you just go and, and play hockey. You know, penalty kill can be part of that. And naturally, the shorthanded empty net goal for Brett is a part of that. But if you're Brett Howden and you're on the ice with Mark Stone, you know, the ultimate leader, it, it just gives you a sense of um, of belonging. You know, Sure, you, you're not going to score a goal every day if you're Brett Howden. Nobody does that. But you can still make a huge impact on a game with outstanding penalty killing. Look at what Jonas Rombjörg did for a couple of games. Yep. Uh, so Brett gets rewarded with the goal. And the assist, very good plays on both—the the drop pass to Korczak, the shot, and the Kolasar redirect—and then, of course, the finish. But apropos that it's Mark Stone to set up Brett Howden for that empty netter was, uh, even though the Knights did give up a power play goal today, um, you know they had garnered momentum from an earlier penalty kill, and uh, Brett seems to me, you know, you, you you need players in that part of the lineup, especially guys with a lot of NHL games. And we still think of Brett as a younger guy, but he is 25, will turn 26 in March. When I mean, you've got some 22 and 23 year olds in the lineup. Brett's sort of like the, the elder statesman of the younger guys, perhaps. <laughs> and, and to me, you, you, um, you, know, you still see Brett growing his game, um, but as, at the same time, he's a champion. You, know, you saw his big moments in the Stanley Cup playoffs last year, and you get that confidence back. And maybe not only does Brett get the confidence back today, Maybe that spurs him going
1: forward. All right, great stuff as always, Dan. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll chat on Saturday. Very good. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 5-1 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS at PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights radio network.
2: Obviously Nick Waugh has been known to play that physical brand on the fourth line, but when he's able to go up into the lineup and play with guys like Marshall and Barbership, just how vital is it for him to kind of slow the game down
3: and I guess let his play kind of open things up for his wingers? Well, he's got, you know, he plays with Will and uh, Cole and is effective there in a four-check game, but he's always been good below the circles. It's what made the... The line all had pieces that were good offensively. Carrier's a puck possession guy, direct to the net. Coley is actually a good net front present; has been there a number of times this year, scored St. Louis, scored tonight doing it, screened. Uh, goal was challenged recently too, so he's really good. It was, I think it was Nick, yeah, against the Islanders, right? So <clears throat> he has his talents, but Nick's always been, he's on the power play too because he can make those low plays. So he has the ability to make plays. Uh, just that line is more of a direct line, and I think it's more effective for us. So... I think he can move up. He's done it. When we've moved him up into the middle, it's been more productive than playing him on maybe their wing up in the lineup. So obviously more comfortable in the middle, a little more room to operate. And, uh, but certainly can make plays. He's done that. Um, he just happens to be behind Eichel, Stevenson, and Carlson. So um, he, he's you know sort of had to bring a different type of game um, to, to our lineup. And he's done it. And opportunity now knocks with a couple of guys out. And he did a good job for us, and he can. I don't know where it'll lead to down the road, but right now, the other night it was Stevie's line that generated a lot of offense. Tonight's next, right? So the, you're going to need that here for a stretch until you get a feel for what the rest of the lineup brings uh, below them. So, you know, good for him. <clears throat> Jesse. Jesse Granger with the Athletic High Bruce. Another strong game for Logan Thompson.
1: When you, We hear a lot team plays different when they're confident in their goalie behind them. Where do you notice it when, when you feel like the team is confident that the goalie is going to make the saves when they need them?
3: Well, I think you hear it on the bench and I, I think you you don't have three and four shifts strung together where, you know, you seem to be out of sorts. Yet, having said that, that's exactly what happened in the first period and I think I'm hoping our guys weren't thinking going into the game when they had a couple chances. Oh, you know, we're we're in tough tonight. It's a good team. And, you know, we have to have the mindset. We can compete every night and, you know, win our share of games and more. That's got to be your mindset. Um, And Logan was good. If he wasn't good, I don't know if we'd be sitting here talking about a 5-1 win. I'll tell you that early on. Like, Eventually we got to our game and marshy our first chance i think was was a big goal for us now he can breathe a little bit a lot of that had to do with logan early so thankful for it um but you know he's on a bit of a roll right now so good you know kind of good we need it we need it too because you know we're not as clean defensively or offensively and uh, it's going to happen through the course here we've had it happen to us before and um so you know, you know, let's keep it rolling, Logan, he's doing a good job. It's a big reason why we strung some wins together here. Usually you think of a 5-1 win, you're not thinking, well, your goalie. Well, he, I don't know if he was, but it could have been first star tonight for us. So, uh, did his job and more. Um, and then I think as it goes along, your team start after we got the first goal, yeah, the goal helps us. We also like, hey, Logan's here to play tonight. You know, we got a one nothing lead, let's settle in and play, and that's what happened in the second. I thought we were, were a pretty good hockey team and then. Now they score one early in the third. They have their push again. We kind of lose it, but that's where we've got to be better as a group. Now some of that's our youth, a little bit m- missing some glue guys to go out. But um, <clears throat> we'll we'll have to keep working through that, where we we go for less longer stretches of time, where we don't find our game. Because I don't know how often their goalie's going to bail you out like he did in the first period. You know that's that's a tough ask, but he did, and uh, good for him. And I'm you know I'm, I'm glad he did. Obviously, it was a big difference in the game. Oh
2: paulo santos nhl.com bruce do you feel the offense is slowly coming back around with ivan getting two goals and Colasar getting a tip and just generally speaking just do you feel the offense is slowly coming back with execution
3: yeah i mean the guys you think of as you know stevie stoney it's coming for them the last game barbie now Uh, pav can add to that but he's not a guy we're leaning on it's it is when guys are out It's stevie stoney it's 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 Marsh and, and Barbie that have done it, and now Nick a little bit moving up, so power play can pitch in. <coughs> Coley's goal is just, you know, that's one he, he's going to get every once in a while, and guys like Howie and Amadio, who wasn't in tonight, but, you know, you're hoping they'll find a little bit good, good for how Marsh got a goal the other night late, kind of a mop-up goal, and, you know, maybe that just is a load off his mind, and tonight he's, you know, a little freer, and that hopefully happens for Howie, and whoever the next guy is, whether it's Paul or... Um, you know that that type of thing can snowball for your team, and and you need secondary scoring, especially when your top guys or a few of them are missing. Um, you're going to need some other guys to chip in and keep it out of your net, and that's what happened the last two games. Other guys chipped in, kept it out of our net. Top guys, one line one night, another line tonight. Um, so it's a formula that's going to be required here probably until until we get a little healthier, and that's okay. Other guys. Uh, Hopefully, relish the responsibility. There's a few young guys that could work their way into that mix too. You don't know. I mean, that that's happened. That's what's happened with Pav this year. So we'll see how that plays out. <coughs> i Mark Anderson,
4: AP. Going back to Logan, is he doing anything different now than he was just a few games ago? Or is it just maybe he's just healthier?
3: Uh, he's healthy. I, I mean, you know that. that I'm not sure what. You know, he's been healthy for a while. He missed his time, uh, I think it was before Christmas, and got sick for a couple days. But um, I think he's more in control, playing between the posts. So a lot of saves tonight, and those seam plays are hitting him as he's reacting. But he's in the net. He's a big man. So when he's in the net and he fills it, pucks, you're going to make some saves because you're positionally sound, right? And I think when Logan's game can get away from him is when he drifts outside his post and is not able to recover or really has to scramble to recover. Now it's another recovery, and that's when you see the goals going in to an empty net. And sometimes, you know, that's unavoidable at times. Uh, you know, like the, their goal tonight, he had no chance. It was a great play by the Rangers, a tip-back post. So, um, but there were some other good saves that thought he was just there. He's there, ready, square, set for the shot. You know, make it, make the guy beat you with a good shot, which will happen in this league <laughs> as well. But I think that's what Berkey's been trying to emphasize, balance the athleticism versus protecting the net and being square to shots on those quick kind of quick plays. And I think that's what he's done better to me, just from the eye test, watching the game where he's recovering better because, you know, he's, he's, he's more in control. Chris.
5: Hey, Bruce. Chris Chapman, Fox Sports Las Vegas. You guys have won two in a row, three out of four. In this little stretch, you've beaten two of maybe the two best teams in the Eastern Conference. But every night you're up here telling us why you guys are winning, and it seems like every night it's something different that's causing you guys to win. So, how much confidence do you have right now that this is A, your brand of hockey going forward without Jack and and Will and some of the other guys? And how confident are you that you could keep it going?
3: Well, it didn't seem that long ago we were talking about how we could get into the win column, so this is good, and I appreciate you pointing that out that we're winning a little more now because it didn't feel like that way not that long ago. How are we winning? Well, I've said this a lot. We keep the puck out of our net. Yeah, improve your chances. So one against Nashville, two against the Islanders, one against Boston, one against New York, right? Give you a chance to win. We're going to score some goals. It's the 5-4 games that we're, you know, we went into Tampa and Florida that, you know, we're, we're giving up too many goals. So, You know fixing that part of the game and that's a team-wide thing that's coaching that's everything right okay let's tighten up manage pucks um and we didn't do a lot of that in the first period then it's goaltending right that's the last part of it in the team defense part and we got we're getting it in those key times and um, now you're going down there, you get the save, you get the goal for your goalie. He feels better, right? Now all of a sudden he's making saves and we score because we've been shut out a lot. So he might be thinking, here I am playing well again. It's 0-0 after the first. No, Marshy scores. It's 1-0. We're going to get some tonight. It's 2-0. Could have been three with Pav. So, So one hand's feeding the other, so to speak, right? The goalie's excited because he knows he doesn't have to save every puck and can still get a win. And our guys are excited because they're like, geez, you know, we're not on our game early. We got onto it. Our goalies bailed us out. Now we're Mm going to go score for them. That's what's happened. That's exactly what's happened. I think you'll see a lot of teams that that happens too unless you're completely on your game and humming. Um, we're not there yet. Might have been earlier in the year a little more. I think we're building towards that and that, that will be our goal. So that's the formula. If that answers it, what we're trying to do is kill penalties better, discipline, stay out of the box. Don't give a really good team like New York five and six power plays. So there's there's some some things that go into it as well. I think our decor has stepped up and heavier, harder to play against as well. That matters. Like tonight, there was no really Net front goals. We, we tried to clear out of there. Other than the power play, which I think was a high-end tip, I wouldn't put that on anybody. That's a great play by them. Um, there were some, certainly some seam passes, but in general, I think they're doing a better job getting the net front net front clear. We're not seeing a lot of those rebound slot goals that we were earlier. Last one of Danny.
2: Danny Webster, Las Vegas. And you mentioned uh, the PK. Another strong night. I think last five or six games, I think it's hovering around 80 or so, 80 or 85 percent. Just what it. What have you seen that's worked well the last little bit there?
3: Well, you know, again, it it usually comes down you're going to give something up and you're getting the save and the clear. Um, It could be as simple as that, right? We're we're giving up a shot. We've talked about that. Listen, sometimes you're going to have to give something up. Let's make sure we're in a position to get the clear, rebound the puck and and pressure the puck after the save's made or it's off net because there's no way you can go through a whole power play without giving something up typically. You'll have one or two every once in a while, but not every night. Uh, so I think that mindset has been good. Uh, take away what they want to get, and you know, hopefully, uh, the shot they take is one we're in a good position to to defend, get a save, and clear. So I think we've just I think we're revisiting a lot of things, Danny, with our team lately on from. You know, forecheck, neutral zone forecheck. You name it, because we brought new bodies in. It's just that time of year where guys get a little mentally. You know, they're looking yeah, looking forward to the break a little bit. Second half, the final run. So, you know, we've been talking more about trying to revisit that stuff. And and there was a great example in the third period of a faceoff in our end that Panarin got that chance right in front of the net. Like, you know, that he just did that against. Montreal or Washington can't, and it was on our pre-scout. They will do it. Trocek's very good in making that little play forward, and they still got the chance, even though we've, you know, basic. So there's those little things that you got to keep revisiting, and that's what we're doing, and and you see the, the result on the penalty kill maybe now of okay sticks in the seam in the lane and now face-off coverage all those little things we didn't get burnt through the middle of the ice tonight in the neutral zone so we've been revisiting that where you know it seemed like last week you know the breakaways were every night it seemed and it was some of it was just us not being positionally sound so that's what we're going through now thank you bruce thanks Thanks, everybody
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: The Golden Knights scored in the first period tonight, so make sure you have the McDonald's app downloaded to redeem your free French fries of any size at your local McDonald's tomorrow. It's the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers 5-1. Vegas 26, 14, and 557 points on the year. Back-to-back wins for the first time since early December. Eh, not bad for the Vegas Golden Knights. Post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Michael Amadio didn't play, upper body injury. Uh, you had Sheldon Rempel into the lineup for the Golden Knights and Byron Fraze as well into the lineup for the Golden Knights. And, you know, we're not going to continue to go through the, the, the list of players that are not available for Vegas, but just uh, an idea of what may be on the horizon. Aiden Hill did take morning skate today. For the Vegas Golden Knights so something to keep an eye on as we move forward let's take a look at the highlights in this game we go back to the first period and after a fantastic penalty kill early the Golden Knights would open the scoring as Nick Waugh set up Jonathan Marchessault's 19th goal of the year
2: they've changed things up as the Knights break
6: through the neutral zone Marchessault gets a shot off he scores back and forth with Nick Waugh deep on the right side Vegas takes a one nothing lead Jonathan Marchessault. An empty net goal to finish last game, and a first
1: goal here today. Jonathan Marchessault from Nick Wah and Nick Hague, eleven thirty-five of the first period, made it one to nothing. Vegas. The Golden Knights extended their lead three minutes later as Nick Wah, this time, set up Ivan Barbashev. Wah gets it on the right, centers for Barbashev. Score. Off
6: the scale. The referee points and says, good goal. They will talk about it. Barbashev applying the brakes with his skates in the same motion, directs the puck through
1: Shesterkin. 2-0 Vegas with 5-12 to go first period. Tenth goal of the year for Ivan Barbashev from Nick Waugh and Jonathan Marchessault. 14-48 of the first period made it 2 to nothing Vegas. So the Golden Knights would take that 2 nothing lead into the second period, and late in the period, the Golden Knights would go to the power play We talked about special teams being a difference maker for Vegas. It was here as Mark Stone set up Ivan Barbashev's second goal of the game. Stevenson scans the middle. Stone in front. Score!
6: Barbashev! Power play goal! 32 seconds left on the man advantage. Barbashev scores his second of the game. 3-0 Vegas with two minutes to go
1: in the second period. Power play goal for Ivan Barbashev his second of the game, 11th of the year for Mark Stone and Chandler Stevenson. 17-59 of the second period, made it 3 to nothing Vegas. Then the Golden Knights added to the lead just 30 seconds later as Keegan Kolasar deflected home his third goal of the year. But they have now given up three in their last two games. And even strength, Korzak scores!
6: In transition! The Knights on the move. Korzak got the shot off. Vegas makes it 4-0 with two goals in half a minute.
1: Keegan Colesar from Caden Korzak and Brett Howden, 1824 of the second period, made it 4 0 Vegas. The Golden Knights would take that 4 0 lead into the third period. The Rangers started the third on the power play, and Mika Zibanejad finished off an elite play to get the Rangers on the board. On the outside, Paneri feeds hard down low tip backdoor score.
6: Zibanejad. Deep on the left side has the rebound goal and a power play marker for the Rangers.
2: New York now
1: trails 4 1, 40 seconds into the third period power play goal for Mika Zibanejad his 15th of the year from Chris Kreider and Artemi Panarin, 40 seconds into the third period, made it a 4-1 Golden Knights lead, and then Logan Thompson, who was great early on, had his biggest save of the game Rangers on the perimeter, Zibanejad tap pass right, Fox shoots kick, save, and a beauty, rebound
6: Zibanejad, shot block. Kreider a try, saved by Thompson, rebound rattles around in front,
1: and now deflects to the near side So there you have the handiwork from Logan Thompson. The Golden Knights did well to defend the rest of the period. The Rangers got Igor Shosturkin out while on a power play. But the Golden Knights iced the game with Brett Howden's empty net shorthanded goal. McNam slides it out. Fox gets it. Feed intercepted.
6: Stone coming out with Brett Howden. Howden sees the empty goal, draws a penalty. He scores.
1: One lead. Brett Howden's fifth goal of the year, an empty net short-handed goal from Mark Stone. 18:32 of the third period, made it 5-1 Vegas, and all that was left was the final call.
2: A dozen seconds to go, and the fans were in gold to their feet at T-Mobile Arena. Puck at center for Paul Cotter. Drags the puck down the
6: boards, gets a shot off as the time runs out, and this game is in the books. Golden Knights 5, Rangers 1, and for the first time, in more than a month of hockey, the Knights have won games back-to-back. They defeat Nashville on
1: Monday, 4-1. to They defeat the Rangers today, 5-1. to There you have it, 5-1 to one, the final. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers, improving to 26-14-5 for 57 points on the year. Vegas next in action Saturday, 7 o'clock, against the Pittsburgh Penguins here inside T-Mobile Arena. We're back to wrap it up next on the VGK Postgame Show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: Back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up on the BGK post game show, the Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers 5 1. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. For the first 10 minutes or so, it was all New York Rangers. Logan Thompson, though, came to play. He bought the Golden Knights in time to allow. Vegas to kind of get to their game. And then the Golden Knights, kind of their first real big push of the game, John of the Marsh, so scores. And then Ivan Barbashev follows it up. Nick Waugh was phenomenal. And the Golden Knights really did not look back from that point forward. Second period, defended well, really did uh, a good job kind of playing in the in the offensive zone, keeping things to the outside. And then, you know, you get a, another goal from Ivan Barbashev, a power play goal, and then Keegan Colasar follows it up 30 seconds later, and all of a sudden the Golden Knights have a 4-0 lead going to the third period. Yes, the Rangers get on the board with a power play goal it's a great play by them but then the Golden Knights again really get to defending well in the third period and close this one out for their first pair of back-to-back wins in a little over a month that's going to do it for us here on the VGK Postgame Show. Extended the Game Show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: To the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Postgame Show, where the station's staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night, and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: The extended post-game show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 5-1 in the final. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers. Vegas 26, 14, and 5, 57 points on the year. Back-to-back wins for the first time since early December. The Vegas Golden Knights next in action Saturday, seven o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins here inside T-Mobile Arena, before going on the road for four straight, leading into the bye week and the All-Star break. That's next week's problem. We'll we'll get to that. We'll we'll talk about that when it, when it makes sense. But right now we're going to lean into the Golden Knights winning back-to-back games. Not only that, they're three and one in their last four games, and you know a lot of that has to do with Logan Thompson. A lot of that has to do with the Golden Knights defensive structure, and a lot of it has to do with the coaching that Bruce Cassidy is doing right now. 702-876-1340. That's the number, 702-876-1340. Obviously, you know, you have a, a couple of players that you can go to here, but player of the game, you know, we we did it after the, the Nashville Predators game. I think it's worth going down this road again today, uh, mainly because... I like, I don't view there being any passengers tonight for the Golden Knights. Just as we talked about Monday against the Nashville Predators, I think everybody was was pulling in the right direction in this game. Uh, some really good work from Brendan Brisson without the puck. Uh, certainly you get a power play goal, a shorthanded goal. Brett Howden, probably his best game of the year. Uh, a lot to like from the Golden Knights in this one tonight. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
4: very end of the game just what the doctor ordered, and it was indeed. Uh, you guys cover things so well, it makes it difficult to come up with any unique ideas, but I guess my take on this is that uh, what the practices have been exemplary. Two days ago, these guys were yelling and screaming. They were like a bunch of kids out on the ice, and it was noticeably different, mm-hmm. and that was before uh, we really went on this uh, heater of nine goals in two games. So you see the you see the enthusiasm level kind of ramp up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: And that's well, good to see. It's really right. good to see. Uh, also, we had five goals tonight, mm-hmm. and every single one of them was scored by a big leaguer. Now, I know they're all big leaguers, and they all contributed to the win, so I don't want to, get into that. But what I want to say is that guys who are National Hockey League players and not the eight guys who bounced back and forth between the AHL and the NHL this year that we had on the roster tonight, they have to step up. And that's what Coach Cassidy has, I'm sure, said to them. You guys have got to lead the way. We can't count on people from Henderson to lead us. And they did. Tonight
1: they did. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that I'll say to that is, yes, you you should expect the the Mark Stones, the Ivan Barbicevs, the John of the Marchessos, Nick Waugh, um, Keegan Colesar, Brett Howden. Like you should expect those guys to lead the charge for you offensively. However, you know, I, I will say that there have been many plays made that don't end up on the final score sheet by some of those AHLers, the, the fringe NHL players, the, the guys that are trying to make the most out of their opportunity. And, and, you know, kind of the best example that I have, certainly from the Nashville game, was Jonas Ronbjerg and his ability to kill penalties, right? Like, those are, mm-hmm. those are things that, that are important inside of the game um, that don't show up on the, on the final numbers, but certainly help you win hockey games.
4: Well, it's fun to see everybody coming together at the right time because it would be tough, and it may still be tough. We don't know. I mean, it's, it could be zero and five going into the break. But right now, it looks good, feels good. Uh, I am glad we don't have to play Edmonton until after the break. I'm sure. I'm sure the guys would just as soon avoid that for a minute.
1: Yeah, Mike, thanks for the call. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers, um, they've won their 12th game in a row, and they are now just six points back at the Vegas Golden Knights in third place in the division. They are a point ahead of the Los Angeles Kings. Who would have ever seen that coming? Um, I don't know. But the Edmonton Oilers, boy, oh, boy, they are a wagon right now. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Keith. Hey, Keith, how you doing? Thanks, Ryan, for taking my call. Uh, yeah. Kudos to you for your night to
5: shine you highlighted uh, Jonathan Marchison in the pregame, and uh, you kind of nailed that one. Um, also, too, the, I, I was just impressed with the Rangers' ability to move the puck, mm-hmm. and Logan Thompson really, it could have been a completely different result tonight, especially in that first eight to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. It was their ability to pass the puck and move it around is almost scary. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, the the early power play for the Rangers was really interesting, right? Because you had Artemi Panarin, and he opens it up with a shot so that you respect that he's going to or can take that shot. And all of a sudden, everything kind of opened up for the Rangers after that. He hit two seam passes, Logan Thompson uh, in control, coming across, making those two saves. And, you know, really, the first half of the penalty kill was all Logan Thompson. Second half was more compete, clearing pucks, all that. But you're right on the money. If, if Logan Thompson did not come ready to play uh, the first 8 to 10 minutes of the game, and Bruce Cassidy touched on it after the game, it, it might have been a different story.
5: Right. And, you know, it was, and the other thing that I've noticed, I don't know if if you're seeing it too, but Logan really has done a lot, or like the past couple of games has done a lot better job hmm. controlling the puck and not giving up the bigger rebound.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, and Keith, that's a, a great assessment. Thanks for the call. Um, I'm also going to point out that I, I called Brett Howden as my secondary night to shine a goal and an assist. I'm, I'm not tooting my own horn, horn here, uh, but I will say that I'm two for two on night to shine. Uh, that being said, I, I think what you're seeing out of Logan is maybe just more predictable rebounds, right? Like you, you'll see rebounds they are still going to happen. Like you got to put them in, into certain spots. Hopefully you, you put them into a good spot. Your teammate can kind of bail you out there, but more than anything, I don't think that we're seeing a lot kind of kicked back into the middle of the ice. And that is where, you know, Logan would get into trouble here and there, or uh, some of those rebounds kind of evading where the pressure is or evading where your, your support is. So I thought, just overall, Logan's game has, has been dialed in. He's taken it up a notch, absolutely. And it's it's more controlled, more within himself. And the more you can kind of rein in Logan Thompson in that regard, the less you need the big acrobatic save, and, and I think the, the better suited it is for how the Golden Knights need to defend and need to play right now with injuries in the lineup. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Frank. Hey, Frank, how you doing?
5: Hey, good, Ryan. Uh, First-time caller. Awesome. on the way back from the game. Uh, and I just wanted to say that I thought that the whole team, five guys back defending today mm. with, uh, with intensity, they were on their knees, they were on their bellies, they were all over the place. I think that um, it, it, it's a big, uh, I think it's a big thing for the team itself to be able to know that they can play against the Rangers mm-hmm. when they're missing seven people.
1: Yeah, it, you're, you're spot on. I mean, again, the, the Golden Knights are a team, and, and we've talked about this, like the expectation, it, it it doesn't change, right? Like just because you've won a Stanley Cup doesn't mean that you don't want to go out and do it again. And I know that the injuries have been there, and it took a little while, a little while for the Golden Knights to kind of zero in on how they have to play right now through those injuries. But they're a good enough hockey team right now to win hockey games. And, and as long as they're keeping the goals against down as they have – really over the last four or five games, they're going to give themselves a, a chance to win. And you saw that tonight against a really high-powered Rangers offense.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, I, and, you know, I, today there was a lot of Rangers fans in the rink,
1: mm-hmm. and
5: uh, they were all hyped up to, uh, to take it to us. And when the game ended, there was none to be found anywhere in my section.
1: That's good stuff to know, Frank. Thanks so much for the call. I appreciate it. Please make sure to call again. Good stuff there. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Uh, If you've never called in before, be like Frank. Give me a call right now. Let me know who your player of the game was. 702-876-1340. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 5-1. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers. Two in a row for the Vegas Golden Knights. First time since early December that the Golden Knights have won back-to-back games. Next in action, Saturday, 7 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Vegas still second in the Pacific Division, six points up on the Edmonton Oilers. And seven points back of the Vancouver Canucks. So big win tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340. That's the number. 702-876-1340. You can hit us on the text line as well. But I prefer to have a conversation. I prefer to talk to people. yeah, you know, face-to-face or, you know, over the airwaves, I suppose. So give me a call. Let me know. Player of the game. 702-876-1340. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie. How you doing?
7: Doing amazing.
1: How
7: are you doing, Ryan? I'm good. So, I LT absolutely kept the team in that game. It is the linchpin of the game. The first ten minutes in the the first period could have absolutely gone off the trail bad for us. But LT kept us in the game. Um, and on top of that, he was making like multiple saves. But then the defense, and I mean, the team, it wasn't always the defenseman, but, you know, the team was clearing it out, too, which I think has been kind of a big difference recently is that, you know, LT would get a good save, and then the defense wasn't cleaning it up and getting it out. Um, so that was nice to see. Um, it was fun. It was fun in the building today. Um, we were sitting next to some great Rangers fans, and, you know, they were commiserating, and I was having a blast. Um but it just, wow. Like, it. they were very, very loud and talkative the first 10 minutes, and then they just got real quiet
1: by the end of the game. Yeah, you know, it's it's always funny. Like, I love when there's a little bit of that uh, back-and-forth atmosphere in the building. Like, you saw it with the Boston Bruins coming to town. Uh, to a degree, the Calgary Flames, for sure. Uh, not so much with Nashville, but certainly here tonight with the Rangers. And I, I think that that brings... Uh, a playoff like atmosphere and I, I don't find it that surprising that the Golden Knights have two of their best games and, and thanks Stephanie for the call uh, two of their best games when it's been a little bit feistier here inside T-mobile arena. Um, your point on Logan Thompson is a great one again you know Bruce kind of touched on this and it's it's true right like five to one victory. Generally speaking, coming out of that, you're, you're talking about goal scoring, right? Like Generally speaking, when you put five on the board, four on Igor Shosturkin and an empty netter, you want to talk about the offense. You want to talk about an explosion. You want to talk about the Golden Knights scoring nine goals over the last two games. But really, it's been their ability to defend and Logan Thompson's brilliance that has, has delivered back-to-back wins for the first time since early December. Let's go back out of the phone lines, bring in Philip. Hey, Philip, how you doing?
7: Doing fine, Ryan. How about yourself?
1: I'm
5: good, bud. Well, I got to say, my player for tonight, has to go to Logan Thompson. Mm-hmm. I mean, with all these split-second saves that he did, especially during the third period, wow, just amazing.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree with you. Like, I, if it were me, and, and Ivan Barbashev was the number one star here, obviously two goals, like, that's usually going to sway the the voting there. But to me, I, I think Logan Thompson was the number one star of the game. And again, it, it's it gets lost in the shuffle in a five one victory, and thanks Philip for the call. Um but it it's true that without Logan thompson and and how he started this game, I don't think we're talking about a 5-1 win. And I'm not sitting here saying that we wouldn't be talking about a Golden Knights win, but I am sitting here saying that Logan allowed the Golden Knights to get to their game and to really push. And once Vegas broke through offensively, understanding what Logan was was kind of playing with tonight, it gives you a lot of confidence moving forward. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Sal. Hey, Sal, how you doing?
5: Doing good. Uh, This is my least favorite game of the year because I grew up a Rangers fan and it's tough picking sides, so but i was I'm always rooting for overtime, but mm-hmm. vegas Vegas needed this one badly, and to finally get points two two
1: straight games is great. not only two straight games they're three and one in their last four
5: that is good uh it's it's definitely getting writing the ship for sure um I'm happy there's no more injuries um I just sent a text, but like Jacob truba, I'm glad he didn't have one of his vintage uh hits because we can't afford any more injuries. I'm glad we didn't see that. tonight.
1: Yeah, I, that's that's always a danger, right? Whenever you got Jacob Truba in the lineup like he can throw massive hits. And to be honest, like the hits after the first period it was it was kind of uh, a stat that the Rangers were running away with, but uh, believe it or not at the end of the night, 22-22, that was the the final hit total. I liked the Golden Knights pushback there.
5: I liked it. Um I'm impressed with with the depth today. They they showed up. Um, They they played a very healthy Rangers team, Mm. and um, I know this is the Knights post game show, not the Rangers post game show, but I'm really disappointed that Gallant didn't get a, a third year with this group. I really think like he's been unfairly just canned in all three of his jobs. But that's that's totally off topic. But this team, you know, the Rangers and Vegas were really similar. They were both extremely hot out of the gate and. Now the Rangers are coming crashing down lately.
1: I mean, again, I I think that all teams are going to go through rough patches in a season, right? And and thanks, Sal, for the call. Um, I know you're a dual fan here. You've you've got the Golden Knights on your mind. You've got the New York Rangers on your mind. Like, it's going to be okay. I know Vegas is dealing with significantly more injury issues, but the fact that they have been able to find a game that is replicable, and also delivers results is, is important as we lean into the uh, bye week and the All-Star break. But, you know, for the Rangers, they'll be fine. Like, they're too good, too talented, too deep of a team uh, to, to kind of sputter for a long time, but there, there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be flat spots, and the Rangers are certainly going through one right now. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in AJ. Hey, AJ, how you doing?
5: Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. I really like tonight's game but what I'm really impressed with is the way Wad's been able to adapt and adjust and and bring his game to a whole nother, another level. He mm-hmm. I think he's done really really great.
1: Yeah, he, were, he works pretty well with with Barbashev and uh and, so, and I think it took a couple of games maybe to kind of find their stride and, and where they're going to make those plays, but Nick Wad down low circles and down he he's can make some really, really nice plays in tight.
5: Exactly. from And from fourth line, third line, second, it doesn't, it doesn't seem to matter. He just mm-hmm. seems to be able to bring it.
1: Yeah, you're, you're right on the money. Thanks so much for the call, AJ. I thought it was a standout performance from Nick Waugh, certainly his line leading the charge tonight. And, you know, Mark Stone, got things going with a a strong performance on monday and and each night you're going to need either a different line to drive you or a different couple of players to drive you and that's really what the recipe is going to have to look like for the golden Knights. we're back with more on the extended post game show on fox sports las vegas
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up here, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Golden Knights defeat the New York Rangers 5-1. Vegas 26-14-5, 57 points on the air. Back-to-back wins for the first time since early December. Next in action, Saturday 7 o'clock against the Pittsburgh Penguins. it will conclude a five-game homestand for the Golden Knights. Pretty good homestand already for vegas but wanting to kind of keep this train going and for the golden knights logan thompson has been dialed in he's been excellent of late and certainly was a big reason why the golden knights were able to get two points in this game tonight vegas again as we've mentioned here they're they're sitting second in the pacific division right now 57 points they're seven back of the Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver 64 points and six up on the Edmonton Oilers who surpassed the Los Angeles Kings tonight with their 12th consecutive victory so just kind of an outlook there of where the golden knights are at right now as we get closer and closer to the nhl all-star break and the bye week that's going to do it for us here on the extended post game show thanks to vanessa alejos making sure everything sounds great thanks to bobby machado back in the studio and thanks to you our listeners and our callers it is your post game show it's not as much fun without your calls and your input until saturday have a great night everybody we'll talk to you then right here on fox sports las vegas